Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Before we get started, we just wanted to take a second to thank our new listeners. New listeners in places such as New Jersey. Australia. And Mexico. Gracias, new listeners. Hey everybody, this is Q. And I'm M. And welcome to our coverage of the Great British Baking Show Holiday Season 2. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with the Great Christmas Bake Off, which is the first of two episodes in this series. So, I like the intro. It has a nice Christmassy feel to it. Uh, there's Christmas music. And we get introduced to four bakers. Four bakers who I used to watch on uh, Bake Off. So the contestants are Andrew, Jane, Liam, and Flo. Andrew and Jane are actually from Series 7 of Bake Off, which was won by Candace Brown, one of my favorite bakers. Um, they were both finalists, so they were top three in their season. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So Andrew is an aerospace engineer for Rolls-Royce, and he designs jet engines. That's a cool job. Yeah. It sounds like a cool job. Seems like a smart dude, right? Mm-hmm. So Jane is actually a garden designer. Which, I can uh, see that. Like it kind of kind of tracks with how good she is at designing things. Mm -hmm. From Series 8 of Bake Off, we have Liam and Flo. So Liam was a fan favorite during his season. Um, he had a lot of like good lines. And he was so charming that after Series 8 ended, he was offered a role as a judge on Junior Bake Off. He's a student. And during his season, he finished a quarter finalist. Mm. Yeah. Moving on to Flo. Um, Flo, when she entered the tent in Series 8, she was the oldest baker to have ever entered the competition. Mm. She was 71 at the time. And she she didn't do that well. She was out at Episode 3. Mm. So the skill levels for this is... <laughs> the skill mm. levels for this is Andrew and Jane were both finalists in their season. Mm -hmm. Then Liam was a quarter-finalist, and then Flo was uh, out pretty early in her season. But uh, I think they brought them back because they had good relationships with uh, each other. Like... Andrew and Jane were kind of competitive, and Leah and Flo were kind of like a funny, like, like couple that kind of, they're not really a couple, but they're like <laughs> friends that kind of like, you know, Thanks for clarifying. each other. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's just a little background on these uh, bakers. They're, they're, they're pretty memorable from their season. So if you want, you want to see more of them, you could go back and watch this little series of Bake Off. It's a good mix. Yeah, definitely a good mix. So the episode starts, the judges and hosts enter the tent. I have a question for you. Who do you think has the best Christmas sweater on? Ooh, that's a tough one. Purdue is kind of wearing um, a sweater and has, like, she's wearing a blazer on top of it. But yeah. inside on the sweater, there's a puppy with a Santa hat on. Yeah. And Noel is wearing a rainbow. I know. I'm always drawn toward Noel. I think Noel, I think Noel's the winner <laughs> here. I think he has, he has the best Christmas sweater on, even though it might not necessarily be exactly Christmas. Yeah, the winner of the best dress was Noel's jacket at the very end. Oh, yeah. That thing was amazing. <laughs> I can't even describe it. Yeah, I, yeah, it was definitely something. <laughs> I remember watching it and pointing it out. I'm like, that's something. I would totally wear that. <laughs> yeah, I could see you rocking that. Yeah. I don't think I have the confidence to pull that off. Sure you do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the... Before they uh, talk about the signature bake, Noel says that his true love gave him socks. 
and they announced the signature bake. <laughs> Apparently, socks is a very common thing to get during Christmases. Oh. I've got it a couple of times, and uh, I've used those socks, so I guess it works out. Good. Yeah. It's a good, useful gift. Yeah. So the, for the signature bake, the signature challenge, the bakers were asked to create a dozen of ice biscuits based on the theme of the 12 days of Christmas, mm-hmm. which can be the baker's own personal interpretation. They get two and a half hours. So right from the beginning, all the bakers announce how nervous they are to be back in the tent. I think Liam actually like knocks over and breaks a jar of like, it looks like nutmeg or something. Yeah, that was a spill. Yeah, it happened like right away. <laughs> and he said this is due to Christmas nerves, which I've never heard of. It's yeah. Thing. Maybe that's when you're nervous about the holidays. I felt like even though there were less stakes, because it's basically a one episode show. Yeah. It was more stressful for me to watch. For yeah, some reason, they only get one shot at everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you could tell they were kind of stressed. Yeah, definitely. They all wanted to like redeem themselves from their season. I mean... Even if, like, Andrew and Jane were finalists. Liam and Flo had more to prove because they didn't do as well. But, yeah, you could tell the stress was there. Because you still get some bragging rights. You're going to be a champion, right, technically? Yeah, that's true. Of this episode? <laughs> they get, like, a like the picnic. At, or not picnic. Like, a party at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like a one-and-done kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You could say you're a champion of Great British Bake Off by winning this. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You think there's like a winner's club and then there's all the like GBO winners and then like the ones that win like these holiday episodes are like, yeah, we're in this too, right? We're also winners. Yeah, and they have an asterisk. Yeah. Everyone else <laughs> is like, yeah, sure. They're the asterisk. Right. So uh, Andrew, let's talk about him for a little bit, his uh, signature pick. Mm-hmm. He did the 12 Days Home for Christmas Biscuits. And just a caveat, when we say biscuits, um, biscuits here is actually cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look like shrinky dinks. Shrinky dinks? Remember shrinky dinks? The little plastic things that you put in the oven and then they no. melt down into shapes. <laughs> no? You no, never what? heard of shrinky dinks before? <laughs> okay. I think you're making it up right now. Right. <laughs> Is this a, I'll, have to look, I'll have to Google it later. <laughs> so while the judges are visiting Andrew, they say his biscuits don't have a snap. Or they said his biscuits from when he baked in Baking Show didn't have a snap. Mm-hmm. Paul stares at him. And says he remembers that and how soft they were. Andrew said those words haunted him. And it was a Hollywood hunt. <laughs> Soggy biscuits. Yeah. Describing his bake, he said they had an orange zest. And there's currants in them. And there's also minced meat. Which um, I looked up because when I first saw that, I was like, they're putting meat in their cookie <laughs> or their biscuits? It's actually not meat. It's just like a mixture. Would you rather have it had meat in it? I think it would be more interesting. Mm. Almost as interesting as like cheese and wine. But right. we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, he used apple brandy in his royal icing. Apple brandy sounds pretty delicious. And he had to make 13 colors to draw on his cartoon illustrations. So he had a very um, ambitious idea, a technique. He drew his decorations on parchment paper and then tried to transfer them to his biscuits. Mm-hmm. And do you think this worked out? No. I think it was a disaster. But they look like shrinky dinks. <laughs> Is that what you like, mean when he like fit it, when he moved it, they like shriveled up and like they cracked and all that? Yeah. So poor Andrew, um, his technique of doing that didn't work out. 
maybe he was trying to save time. But as you do it, I could feel like this is not a good idea. They looked really good when he put them together before I think it was in the oven. When they, even when they got out of the oven, they weren't too bad. Yeah. But then when he tried to get them off paper, yeah, disaster. it was all bad. Yeah. yeah. The judges agreed. During judging, the judges said the decoration is clumsy. Mm-hmm. But the cookies actually had a nice snap. They liked the apple brandy icing. On top of that, he had that tree display, which had little narrow pieces of wood coming out and he had to balance each biscuit on the display that, <laughs> I was, that. that made it even more stressful yeah. it was a pretty stressful time watching andrew the i mean if he's like a like a aerospace engineer mm-hmm. he has in aerospace you probably don't have to do stuff on parchment paper and transfer it to biscuits good idea though i mean he's thinking ahead he was trying to save time but yeah. Didn't really work out. If it would have turned out, I think they would have looked great. Yeah. <laughs> and moving on to Jane. She did the 12 days of decorating biscuits. Mm-hmm. They were Norwegian spice biscuits with ground cloves and almond extracts. She also drew her cookies first on like paper. And Noel came by and was like, do you do life drawing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't know what life drawing was, but it sounds like it's just like you look at something in real life and try to draw it. I thought it was a person. Oh, like a, they they said it was like a naked person, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, Jack and Rose on the Titanic. Yes, just like that. It was life drawing. Okay. <laughs> and Jane, I remember during her season when I was watching Bake Off, she was particularly very strong. So at the beginning of this episode, I was like, Jane's gonna win this. She is super good. Mm-hmm. During judging, the judges said that her piping detail is excellent. And her biscuits were baked to perfection with cinnamon. Yeah, hers looked really nice. <clears throat> so pretty high marks. I mean, I don't think you could get any better than that. Mm-hmm. They really liked hers. So she's already off to a strong start. Moving on to fan favorite Liam. <laughs> he did the 12 essentials of Liam vanilla mince pie shortbread. So he also did like a mince meat thing. Mm-hmm. Paul was kind of concerned that he was rolling his shortbread. And that the layers are flaking and that they would peel off. Liam said, it'll be okay. He asked Paul to have faith. <laughs> so, I was questioning him quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, he, he, Liam's kind of funny in that like he doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. But then sometimes he like pulls it off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's, he's like a funny dude. So during judging, they said his biscuits had great color. A little rough around the edges. They weren't flaky. And instead, they were like a nice crumbly texture. Paul says that they were decent. So, uh, one of my favorite parts was after, uh, like, this the signature, and Liam was talking about, like, how he got judged. He said, I did prove Paul wrong. So, you know, you got to believe in yourself. <laughs> Can we talk about some of the things that Liam made? Because yeah. he did a calendar reveal, right? So basically, the twelve days you reveal one biscuit at a time. That's kind of cool. It's yeah. like a it's, they call it like an advent calendar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he made things that were specific to him. Right. I think there was like a game controller, like a music note, and then of <laughs> course the falafel. That's not. It's. I wasn't sure if it was like a cultural <laughs> thing where I was like, is falafels like commonly eaten in like the UK during like, Christmas? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe it's just a Liam thing. Maybe he just loves falafels. It sounds good. Falafels are delicious, though. Mm. I love me a falafel. At any time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, love video games any time of the year. 
I don't think they're specific to Christmas. I'm going to say that they're not specific to Christmas in the UK. To his Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he has like Christmas memories of like uh, sitting next to the Christmas tree, fires on, and he's like playing nine hours of video games, eating falafels or something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think he did pretty okay. He proved Paul wrong, which is not something people get to say they do all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to Flo. So Flo made spiced tree apple and ginger biscuits. She was the only baker using fondant and not royal icing. Um, she did like kind of a red fondant and she had it on all of her biscuits. Mm-hmm. They looked thick. Thick. <laughs> thick. It was about as thick as the biscuit. Yeah. It was like 50-50. And then on top more. of that, uh, she had... Stencil dust? She had a stencil, which is kind of a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick question. When you use a stencil during Bake Off, do you think that's cheating? No. Because they have to pre-make that stencil at home. I don't think that's cheating. You don't think so? No. It's so easy to just, just like put on a stencil and put on like dust. Or, like... like That was one of the challenges. <laughs> Remember when they had to do the rose? Uh, they yeah. had to make a stencil. That's true. So your stenciling work is part of your... That's true. That's something they get to make ahead of time, though. That's true. Well, we've seen some hand-painted things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're right. We've seen some hand-painted things using a stencil. Yeah, that's true. But we'll talk more about <laughs> okay, that. Okay, we'll talk more about that. <laughs> <clears throat> During judging, they said that her biscuits were elegant, but the fondant was thick. <laughs> they liked the ginger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was cool, though, because hers looked like ornaments, and they were actually hanging from a tree. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was a good presentation. That was a good presentation. Mm-hmm. So, out of all the bakers, I think uh, Jane did the best. Mm-hmm. All the other ones had some criticisms, uh, they did okay. Jane's definitely ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, moving on to the technical. The technical challenge was set by Paul, where the bakers were tasked to produce six Icelandic laffa bread. Laffa brow? Laffa bread? Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <clears throat> the bakers I've gave an hour and 15. You, you never heard of it before? No. Me I haven't either. heard of a lot of things that I see on the show, which makes it really cool. Yeah? Yeah. Mm, yeah. But I it, don't think the bakers have heard of it either. It kind of looked like a fried tortilla. That's what I thought. It looked like a, <laughs> Didn't it? A pita. Like yeah. a fried pita, but like dinner. Yeah. But Paul said it was like phyllo. Yeah. Think phyllo, right? Yeah. He, that's, he said think phyllo. They describe it as a fried flatbread. It's kind of like wafery and it's decorated with triangle cuts. Mm-hmm. Paul's advice is get the design right before you start. So already a lot of emphasis on the design. So yeah, none of the bakers seem to have heard of this. Um, when they kind of like do the preview of it, Paul and Prue, they look like uh, decorations and they're hung on a tray. Yeah. Yeah. They're big. They're big. They yeah. look like they're about eight inches. Yeah, I would probably get... Almost full eating six of these. <laughs> okay, that's a stretch. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're kind of thin. I, I probably need some meat and like, I don't know. They're really crispy. <laughs> I mean, they they basically look like crispy snowflake circles. I mean, right? it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, want, to, I want to try one. I don't know if I could be able to make one. Uh, we should try it sometime. Okay, flip do those V's. I'll flip those V's. Let's do a challenge. <laughs> we can make a loaf of bread? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get one of those uh, things to hang it on, though. Oh, yeah. Or else it's not school. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You can't eat it without that. 
So at one point, Noel goes to Flo, and he just says, Flo, what on earth are you doing? Are you just making patterns? Hers look like a tire tread. They look like it got run over by like it a tire. Like she was just making random patterns. Okay, so, let's be fair. The instructions weren't exactly specific. No, but but even though he, I guess he could kind of sense that Flo was kind of confused. Yeah. So he went over to her and he said, "Flo, what on earth are you doing?" And she says, "I don't know." Honest answer. Honest answer. I think James seems to be the first to figure out the alternating V flip pattern. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, the other contestants, kind Andrew and Liam, kind of figure it out. Um, while they're almost done, they're bringing it up dramatically. Jane, Jane drops one. Mm. It breaks. Mm-hmm. So during judging, the order goes as this: Flo got fourth. They said her lawfare bread was un- undercooked. Mm-hmm. And it tasted a flower. Mm. Not a good look. <laughs> she did not turn her V's. No, she didn't turn her V's either. And it looked like tire tread. Yeah, they look like tire tread. <laughs> Liam got third. Um, they were tasked to make six. Mm-hmm. He had four. Yeah. But they said it was consistent. However, there were giant bubbles. Kind of remind me of like uh, when you get like a slice of pizza and there's a giant bubble on it. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious. <laughs> but I don't know if that's the case. But not, yeah, that wasn't yeah. part of the plan here. Andrew got second. Mm-hmm. They said his lawfare bits were dark and overfried. Yeah, they look so good. He was the only one to get six, also. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I mean, Jane almost got six. Almost. Almost. That crucial misstep. Yeah, if he didn't burn them, I think he would have got Yeah, first. that's true. But even though Jane dropped hers, she ended up getting first. Mm-hmm. Um, they were even, they had a lovely pattern, they were neat, and they had a crack, and Paul says they're pretty perfect. So I think Jane wins this challenge again. Well, yeah, it's pretty clear because she got first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's up for debate. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. a, they did um, blind judging. Strong choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on out of here and say that Jane won this challenge. <laughs> so... Going into the show software, I think Jane is clearly in the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the show software. The bakers are required to make a spectacular hidden design cake in the shape of a Christmas present. They get four hours. It's kind of like a cool, like a cool concept. It is. I didn't know what to expect when they were kind of explaining it at first. Yeah, I didn't know either. But once they started to make it, I was like, oh... It's also like very dramatic because you get to see them like cut into it. There's a reveal. Yeah. And Paul said you don't really know what the inside looks like until after. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a gamble. It is like opening a present. Yeah, that's true. Some of them seem like a present. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start off with Andrew. Andrew made a boozy bobble cake. And immediately I was like, what's a bobble? So it was color and patterns that he made inside with bobbles. Wait, are those ornaments? Yeah, when he was describing okay. them, he was like, "Yeah, we, me, and my brother, uh, we like to like decorate our trees with bobbles." And I was like, "Are these ornaments?" And then while he was making them, I was like, "These are ornaments." So maybe it's like a different word for ornaments. Mm. The flavor was orange liqueur and hazelnut sponge. So that sounds pretty good. During judging, the judges said that he painted stars on his. Uh, cake and they looked like they were painted on with a finger 
<laughs> so not a great start. He used a stencil though, right? <laughs> I think he did. I thought he did. He did. But it was kind of messy. Mm. It was almost like a finger painted star on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had a nice bow though. They said the bow was good. Oh yeah. That yeah. was pulled sugar. Yeah. Yeah, that was immaculate. I think he had the best bow out of everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. So the ornaments, um, they looked pretty good. Except one of them was kind of sunk down. Mm. Prue caught that. And she's like, yeah, they're not really even. Yeah. Yeah. Because there were two in the middle, basically one on each side. Yeah. And they were slightly overbaked, but it had good flavor. Moving on to Jane. So Jane's creation was a practically perfect penguin present cake. It's a lot of alliteration there. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, say it again? Practically perfect penguin present cake. Ooh, that was even better the second time. Practically perfect penguin present cake. <laughs> well, okay, we should quit while we're ahead. It was orange flavored sponge. There was a penguin with two Christmas trees around the penguin. And Nell says, it's a penguin lost in a forest. <laughs> it's like a magical place. It's a good point they because exist together. why are those trees there? Can we talk about whether or not if you have a green triangle, you can call that a Christmas tree? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> it was a, just a green triangle. I mean, it was cool looking. I mean... Shouldn't it have been like an igloo or something? Or like, shouldn't it have been like snow? <laughs> like a snowflake or something. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a penguin in a, like, in a forest before. Or It would have just been a blue circle. Right. And then it would have been like, oh, snowflake. Yeah, so maybe the tree was better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jane's ribbon didn't work out. She ended up having to put like, like, little like ornaments or just like balls on top of it. Yeah, baubles. <laughs> her sugar had seized up on her. Yeah, it did. Uh, during judging, the judges said they don't like the green. It was kind of dull. Mm. Yeah, um, But the penguin reveal was pretty great. Paul says the orange flavor is great. And overall, the bake is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So Jane did amazing in all three bakes. Moving on to Liam. So Liam made a three-in-one, it's gotta be fun, cake. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It consisted of stars and gingerbread men. Um, a note here, his gingerbread men didn't have any ginger in it, which uh, Prue looked a little suspicious about, but she trusted him because he had good flavors when he was on the season at Big Off. It consisted of a chocolate and specula sponge. I don't know what a specula is. Do you? I can't speculate okay. on what that is. Right. <laughs> good one. <laughs> okay. So during judging, they said the outside is messy, but the inside is clever. The flavor is good without ginger, and it was baked beautifully. So Liam kind of, yeah, redeemed himself at the end there. He did some pretty good stuff. Question for you. Yes. It's a three-in-one. Okay. There were two things. Stars and gingerbread men? Yeah. What was the third thing? The Prezi? Um, maybe like the, the sponge surrounding the stars and gingerbread oh, okay. I wasn't sure exactly. That's why I thought I'd ask you. Yeah, that's a good point. But it was, okay, so his was, his was different because each time you cut into a slice, that's true. it alternated from gingerbread man to star. I thought that was pretty neat. And that was really clever. That's cool. Good old Liam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on to Flo. Mm. Flo made a very, very fancy. She was going to design Christmas trees on the inside. She also used a full bottle of mold wine in the cake. And she used cheese, Rockfort, and Stilton 
Mm-hmm. And she wanted her cake to taste like a wine and cheese cake. That's right. Um, while you were watching this, were you kind of worried? <laughs> <laughs> she used a whole bottle of wine in her cake. A whole bottle of wine. Some very pungent, strong yes. cheese flavors. But she did say that she made it before and it was delicious. Because right, they did. asked her. Yeah. And she says everybody loves it. Or she loved it. Mm-hmm. And you actually see her pour a whole bottle of wine in there, which is crazy. Do you remember when they asked her what she's been up to and she said she's been judging cakes? Oh, yeah. And she says even if it's not good, she still says something nice about yeah. it. I feel like that might have happened to her when people were tasting her. <laughs> you think she got some of her own medicine? <laughs> I mean, that's good karma, though. If she's going to be nice to people, maybe people are nice to her. But then it's bad karma because it didn't work off during this showstopper. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, moving on to the judging. <laughs> the judges can, you say, guess, can you guess how the judges felt about this? <laughs> I kind of could guess right when they were describing it. The judges said they liked the decoration. Compliment. The tree pattern inside is nice. But then they take a bite of this and Fl- Prue immediately says that she doesn't like it. Paul sighs and said, says, that's not good, Flo. <laughs> yeah. It's a great concept, though, if you think about it. A wine and cheesecake? Why not try it? I mean, she's adventurous. So, yep. That's all the judging for the showstoppers. There's a party outside. Friends and family are there. We kind of get some thoughts uh, from each of the bakers. Jane is very happy about her performance. Liam is very happy about his perfect sponge cake compliment. Mm-hmm. He's pretty content. Andrew is disappointed about his performance. It was overbaked. His cake was overbaked. And Flo says, I know that is a nice cake, and I will continue to make that cake. So at the end of the episode, everyone has to take out what they made right. yeah. to the friends and family and then serve it. Yeah. And I was hoping they would interview somebody. <laughs> so we move on to results. No one gets eliminated. Which is kind of nice. This is a, you know, one, one episode. Mm-hmm. And not very dramatically, Jane is the winner. Yes. It was very anticlimactic because she did strong through every single bake. And I think she was the best baker for every single challenge she did. Yeah, the technical was questionable. We're not sure how well she did. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think Jane did as expected based on her performance in past seasons. Andrew was a little disappointing because he was a finalist during the season and he didn't do that strong. Hmm. Liam did about right. And I think Flo did uh, very interesting things. And That's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. So <clears throat> that was the episode. You want to move on to our segments. Let's do it. Let's do it. So what was your funniest moment of the episode? The funniest moment of the episode for me was when Liam was talking to Noel about his biscuits. And they were referring to the falafel. And he asked what they they were. And Noel said that it looked like a bum. (laughs) A bum is a a butt? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't sure. That was pretty good. And it really kind of did look like that. I mean, you had to look at it at a certain angle with all the icing and everything to go with falafel. Uh, My my funniest moment is kind of like the random one. They had to do a timeout call once. And he was a timeout. Noel was a timeout call doll. He was kind of acting like a uh, nutcracker guy Mm. moving his arms. That was pretty funny. 
And also the Liam part where he was like, I proved Paul wrong, so you know. You gotta believe in yourself. That was pretty funny. <laughs> funny guy, Liam. No wonder he's a judge on Junior Bake Off. I have a bonus funny. Yeah. And it's relevant to us a little bit. Okay. But do you remember when Noel had the bird ornament? And he, and he said it free. It? <laughs> he said it free. <laughs> it broke. And then it shattered on the ground. Yeah. It reminded me of the time where you and I shot the lobster video. <laughs> and after we cooked it, we tried to set it free in the river. Right. Um, and didn't go. This is a whole story for another time. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll recap the story sometime. Okay. If you, if you guys want to know about our lobster video, um, come, come talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> What was your favorite bake of the episode? The favorite bake, obviously my favorite bake is not what I would want to eat the most, <laughs> but that wine and cheese, <clears throat> that was something. That wine and cheese was something else. <laughs> it was memorable. It was. For sure. And she had Christmas trees that were shaped more like Christmas trees. Yeah, no, the design was good. Yeah. Her, her um, present on the outside, it looked really good actually. It did. It was really nice looking. Presentation was good. It wasn't. It was on a sleigh, right? There it was. Yeah, like yeah. a red sleigh. Yeah, it looked really nice. Yeah. I think if I had to try something, I mean, why not try that? Because where else are you gonna ever get that? Uh, you're right. I mean, the closest you could get to that is like eating a bunch of wine and cheese and then biting a, into a pizza cake. A whole bottle of wine. Yeah, <laughs> you could try that by downing a whole bottle of wine, snacking on some very smelly cheeses and then biting into a piece of cake and then you'll probably simulate that cake flavor i think we have the punishment for our <laughs> challenge <laughs> oh no <laughs> so my favorite bake was liam's three and one it's got to be fun cake just because when you cut into it um each time you got different patterns that was really cool yeah and it looked good and i wanted to try this gingerbread cake that didn't have ginger in it what if you cut it in the wrong spot would it be if you had looked at your slice of cake on one side, would it be gingerbread oh man? But if you looked at your slice of cake on the other side, would it be star? Because that would be kind of cool too. That would be like an optical illusion. Yeah. Yeah. It would remind me of like baseball cards or something like that. <laughs> like that a hologram? Cool. Right. A hologram. Okay. That's, what, that's what the word is. Okay. All right. So we don't really have any predictions for next week because um, this is a one-off. <laughs> if I had to predict if someone was... Like, doing well next week could probably be Jane. I don't think Flo's going to make it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But those are very uh, um, very risky predictions we have there. <laughs> so next episode, we're doing the next episode um, of Greatest British Bake Off Holiday Season 2, which is the festive Bake Off. And we're going to find out what that is about. From when I, when I looked at the bakers for the next episode, they're, they're, they all did really well. We even have a winner in the next episode. Oh. So Candace Brown, who won her season of Bake Off, is yeah. actually in the next episode. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, and the other ones are all finalists. If you were a winner, would you want to do one of these? Because you kind of only have one way to go. If you don't win... We'll talk about the next episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listeners, we'd love to hear from you. Come and talk to us on our Instagram page. It's at Quick Mix Podcast. Leave us a comment or send us a message. We would love to talk to you guys. Ask Hugh about his lobster incident. Yes, you can do that. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye.